our guest today is a speaker. He makes stuff happen. I heard him speak. He's fantastic. William Patterson, the CEO of the Barron Solution Group, is also the executive producer of a new television show we're going to talk about shortly. Uh, we want to talk about business, growing business and wealth, and he, he helps companies do that. What are some of the recommendations and strategies and advice you give to people with new businesses who are trying to grow those businesses? One of the fastest ways to double the revenues of a business is to expand the product and the service line because if you only have one or two products that you can sell or even five products that you can sell, then there's only so much money that you can make based on each customer interaction. So I, for instance, just with one company, the Barron Solution Group, I've taken one book, which is the Barron Sun, and turned it into over 150 other products and services. So just by multiplying the amount of products and services that you have, you can, in many instances, double or triple your income. So William R. Patterson joins us on The Drive Home. It's your trusted source for wealth and business education. Our guest this week, William R. Patterson, award-winning lecturer and national best-selling author. He is a business and finance Guru. William Patterson, Chicago and extraordinaire. Gonna go to William Patterson, and we couldn't have you on on a better day. I'm very excited we have with us today William R. Patterson. He has shared the stage with billionaires, presidential candidates, and Fortune 100 CEOs. What I'm seeing is that you're giving us what I would call a short-term and long-term strategy here. There's things here can make a difference in my business, like now, in the next 30, 60, 90 days. Talking about money. Economics, finances, but with one of the best minds in the business. William Patterson, he is a renowned wealth coach and national best-selling co-author of The Baron's Son. Breakthrough book has been featured in the Forbes Book Club and Black Enterprise Magazine. His website, baronseries.com, is winner of Web Awards for Best Speaker, Best Male Author, and Best Wealth Building Site. He is ranked as the number one business motivational speaker. My next guest. I met him at the Christian Writers Conference, and he was on stage when I walked in the room to speak and I looked and listened to him. I said, man, this guy is on fire. He's outstanding. He's incredible. He got some great information. So afterwards we met and he sent me his book and book was it's just outstanding. And, and I mentioned the book to uh, one of my uh, staff people and he said, oh, I've got his CD series. It's fantastic. And and it tells the story where well, we're going to talk a little bit more about this story and this this parable that he has uh, written in this book. His name is William Patterson. He's CEO of the Barron Solutions Group. It's a top 100 MBE in America. He's ranking one of the top business speakers in the country. And he's also the executive producer of a new television program to help women with a very uh, important medical issue. And he is really passionate about helping them and, and being a blessing to people. He's a guy who gives back and someone who's making stuff happen. His name is William Patterson, and I'm glad to have him as a guest. How are you doing, William? I'm doing terrific, Willie. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the show. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Well, why don't you tell everybody, I gave them the, the, the Reader's Digest version, why don't you fill in the blanks? Well, Willie, before I do that, I, I, again, just, this is a special moment for me because I just have to give you thanks. I tell you, you and I would say Les Brown are two of the speakers that definitely blaze trails for me to do what I do today. So I just wanted to start by thanking you for all that you do for many of the speakers out there as well as your listening audience. So thank oh, you so much for that. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Well, you're doing it, man. You're making it happen. I mean, Les, Les knows about you and I know about you. And I and we're talking about this guy who's just making, burning it up, you know. And, and that's why we wanted one of the things Les taught me. 
that uh, it's important that we share and that we have an abundance mindset. There's more than enough for everybody. And when you get an abundance mindset, you don't, you know, you don't close your hand. You open your hand to the possibilities. And there, there are people going to be there like yourself who, who take advantage of it and move on it and grow it. So I'm grateful. Well, you, where did you come from? Tell us your background. I started out as an investor and an entrepreneur. I had a background as a young kid, even as an entrepreneur. My father would train me in a lot of these different entrepreneurial practices by doing the things that I would normally do as a kid, everything from collecting comic books. Instead of just doing it the normal way, he would teach me how to inventory, appraise the value, negotiate for uh, comic books that were worth more. He would teach me things when I would ask him for an allowance. He'd say, no, but one of the things I'm going to show you how to do is to see value in things that other people can't see. So he taught me how to recycle cans, but I didn't do it in a normal way where you just go out and get a bunch of cans. I would go out and negotiate with schools, and this was before they had their national recycling program, but as a six- and eight-year-old kid, I had hundreds of dollars a month from recycling cans and teaching other neighborhood kids to do the same thing. Well, later I was able to take a lot of those different strategies and to use them as the basis to build successful businesses. And I remember a little later in my teenage years, again, I was asking my father for a new pair of Nikes because I wanted to become a professional basketball player. Now, you know me, Willie. You've seen me. Yes. I, I'm really, I'm not that tall. I'm probably about 5'7", five, 5'8", five, but right. this was in the time of the Spud Webs and so forth and uh, the Muggsy Bogues. So I figured I had a shot. Well, I ended up breaking my hand, but one of the things my father told me when he pointed to a beat-up pair of shoes that I had in the corner when I was asking for these, this pair of Nikes with a pump on them, he said, look at that pair of shoes. Tell me, how much do you think those are worth? And I looked at him. I said, probably next to nothing. And then he said, well, let's pull up a stock chart for Nike. And we looked at that stock chart, and over a couple of years, that stock had nearly doubled. And then he said, so tell me, what would you rather have? Would you rather have that pair of shoes, or would you rather have the stock? And I said, well, I'd rather have the stock. And it was at that moment that I realized with every dollar I was choosing to be rich or poor. And I could move and begin to build wealth by moving from becoming a consumer to being more of an uh, investor where I was investing in the companies that were making the products and services that my friends and I were buying. And then I realized that I could make more and I could create greater value by actually becoming the companies that would produce those products and services. And that led me to create things like clothing lines and so forth. And then I later realized you could build even greater wealth and have greater impact by creating companies and offering stock in those businesses to outside investors. Those were the lessons that I learned. I later went on to work on Wall Street, later launched a couple of my other companies where we would do staged investments in private businesses. And I wrote this great book, The Bear and Son, that a lot of people around the world uh, picked up and is now using as a roadmap, an ethical roadmap to their own wealth, power, and success dreams. Wow, what a, now I got to take a moment and say your dad was a wise man because he poured in you the the difference between being a, a, a consumer and being a wealth builder. And he taught you those lessons. And would think if he had not taught you those lessons, uh, where you would be now. And I'm grateful that your dad and dad's like that. But I'm grateful that people are able to hear their lesson from you so that they can hear, okay, I love that quote, with every dollar you are choosing to be rich or poor, every dollar. And you choose whether you're going to be a consumer and just buy, buy, buy. And, I, and in fact, I heard something recently about the fact that so many people are in debt and are living high life lives. But, but as my friend Larry Winger says, they're uh, they're $30,000 uh, millionaires. And they're, they make it $30,000, but they're living like a millionaire. And somewhere they're going to crash. But you were wise enough to have a dad, or your dad was wise enough to pour into you, and you were great, you know, were blessed enough to have a dad. So you've been able to build a 
portfolio of information and inspiration. And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk more about that. And tell us, uh, we got about another minute in the segment. Just tell people uh, where you, you, know, you went to school or where you grew up. Sure. I grew up in Hyde Park, not too far from the Obamas, Muhammad Ali, and, and quite a few other famous folks in Hyde Park. And I uh, went to St. Ignatius College Prep, learned a lot of great lessons there on the Howard University, and uh, then started out in Washington, D.C., New York, and also the Chicago, Miami, and L.A. areas. So I've been around quite a bit in terms of business. Wow, wow, wow. And then you went to Wall Street and you learned from there. Now, you've got this whole barren series about wealth building, and I'm telling you, folks, this young man talks about wealth building and from an ethical standpoint. Now, some people would say those are mutually exclusive, but I think it's important. Wealth gives you options. Isn't that right, William? Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you a great story when we come back. All right, great. Because wealth, and I want that story because wealth gives you options in education and health care and housing and what kind of children and lives you're going to live and what kind of legacy you can leave. You're listening to the Willie Jolly Show Across America. I got my friend, William Patterson who is going to share some stories and some ideas and some wealth building. Take out pens and pencils, because he got lots for you. We'll be right back. What are you reading? What are you listening to? I'm grateful you're listening to this show today. And I'm encouraging you to get motivational, inspirational, encouraging books and products that will inspire you. Make your library the most valuable part of your house. What are you reading? What are you listening to? My guest today is the author of The Baron's Son. He's the CEO of The Baron Solution Group, top company for business development and, and wealth building. He's been featured in Forbes, Black Enterprise, and he is just a, a young man who is on fire around the country. And I'm glad to have him. William Patterson. Glad to have you, buddy. Definitely a pleasure to be with you, Willie. All right, so you're getting ready to tell us a great story about right, when I said uh, why is it important to be wealthy and, and, and what, do, what does wealth do for you? You said you had a great story. Please share that with us. Sure. Well, although I've had a lot of great experience and learned a lot of great lessons over the years, it's really the things that I learned from my parents early in life that stuck with me and created a lot of that success early on. And one of them happened to be a book that my mother gave me. It was called The Boy Who Made His Pennies Go a Long Way. Now, we as entrepreneurs and, and wealth builders and investors, we're always faced with this question of economics. How do we satisfy these unlimited needs and desires with limited means? And this book really captured that. So it's about a, a young boy in Lima, Peru. His mother gave him some money to go to the store to buy food for the family. Now, when he was walking down the path, he happened to see this uh, homeless family that was on the side of the road, and they asked him for money. So what did he do? Being the charitable person that he was, he gave the money to the homeless family. And he came back home, and his mother said, well, where's the food? Of course, she was understandably upset. And then she said, you can't just give people everything that you have because you'll end up in a worse position. So she gave him more money and said, I expect you to come back with the food. So he happened back down the path, and he noticed another homeless family in need, in greater need than he was. But he knew that his mother would be upset if he gave this young woman the money that his mother had given. So what he did instead, he went and he negotiated with some of the vendors in the town market to get lower prices so that he could help some of the homeless people who were also near the market. This was an example of the boy who made his pennies go the long way. And 
this is something that stuck with me because I now had to understand how I could use leverage and use other people's networks and resources to help more people. So this is why it is important for you to build wealth so that you can have a greater impact. You know, nothing is free. It doesn't, it's not free to run any faith-based organization. It's not free to run any nonprofit. It all takes financial resources. And the more resources you have, the more good you can do, the more people you can impact, and the more problems that you can solve. So it all, it is all coming down to the financial resources. So that's why it is important to be wealthy or at least to have those financial resources where you can have that kind of impact. No question. No question. And, and, and wealth is important. As I said, he- your health care, you got, you got wealth, it impacts your health care and the quality of the health care. And let me tell you, all the money in the world will not help you if you're sick. Okay? <laughs> you want to be, you want to be well. Second, it helps you with your children's education. And if you're going to create legacy, my friend Michael Roberts, I, I talk about him quite often. He has four children. They've all gone to law school. Now they're not. They don't practice law. One runs his, his his television empire. One runs his radio empire. One is his corporate lawyer, and one is an entrepreneur part of his company that does the entrepreneurial looks, but can read the contracts. My son just finished law school. I'm I'm saying to people, it gives you options with your children's education. Third thing, it gives you options with your housing and what kind of house or home you're going to have. doesn't have to be a big McMansion, but you want a nice place where you can lay your head, where you can make sure that you've got a place that's going to be secure and that's going to protect you from the from the uh, weather and the elements. So it gives you, wealth gives you options. This is very important that you have options where you're going to go because you've been able to do that and you have been able to create uh, businesses. Uh, and you write in, in your book, well, first, let's talk about this Baron book, the Baron Son book. Tell us about the book and the lessons in the book. The Baron Son is the story of three students who seek out the wealthiest person in the world to learn his secrets of prosperity. The wealthy person, also known as the Baron, recounts the story of his life and the ups and downs that he faced in building this empire that he had. When you look at a person and this approach we call the Baron Solution, it's not about how do you earn a few more dollars a month or how do you become a millionaire. It's about how do you take an idea, bring support to that idea, use it to dominate an industry as a Baron or a Baroness, and create a legacy for future generations. So it's a story that teaches business and personal finance principles because we wanted to give people a reason to read a book like this who thought, they had no reason to read business and financial uh, information. So it's something that's accessible to everyone, no matter where you are. Let's talk about the lessons. I love the story in the book about the guy started selling the the fragrance, and he, he started small, and it grew, and, and it grew and grew, but he, he got to always keep your eye on the competition, didn't he? So yeah. what are the lessons? Let's go through the lessons. Sell us some of the lessons. Now, don't give them all the lessons. Just give, okay. them, give them a, a few lessons to make them say, I got to have this book, okay? Well, the first one is what we call the irresistible force, or that burning desire. And it's once you have that idea, that burning desire that's going to keep you up at night, almost bordering on what we call monomania, where it's that single idea that you know will change the world or, at minimum, will make you a few dollars in the process. So that's what that irresistible force. Then it's the next one is the invincible shield of self-confidence. You have a lot of people who are going to be faced with those negative influences, whether those are spousal relationships, parents, uh, even children, a lot of people who are going to say that you can't do it. And uh, as the old saying goes, they have one finger pointed at you saying you can't do it, but it's really three fingers pointed back at themselves saying they can't do it. It's being able to get past that negativity, particularly when you're starting out early. 
The third principle is called the seedlings of empires, and it's how do you recognize those ideas that have the potential to grow into million-dollar, multimillion-dollar ideas and, again, can have the kind of impact and create the legacy that you're looking for. And then one of the other ones, which is a big one, is called Within the Span of Seven Breaths. And Within the Span of Seven Breaths is about being able to take decisive action once you've properly understood the circumstances that surround a financial or business decision. So many entrepreneurs procrastinate because of fear, and the fear, a lot of that fear comes from a lot of the emotional blocks that they have, emotional barriers, past negative experiences. So it's about how do you get past those to be able to act decisively. Wow, wow. Um, and this is, and, and it tells the story of how these young men learned these lessons, isn't it? And, and how they forgot sometimes. Yeah, and that's they paid right. The consequences. That's right. That's right. And it was it's one story after another, and and it's a, a book that uh, is written in an old English style, but it's like a parable, and you can get. And where you can get that book, by the way? Sure, you can get it from uh, major bookstores, uh, Amazon.com. But if you can, if you go to BaronSeries.com, which is our website, and I'll spell that for people, it's B A R O N Series S E R. IES.com, BaronSeries.com. We're actually giving away more than $3,600 in electronic bonus gifts to help you get your business and personal finances on the right track and take it to the next level. So uh, you'll get a lot of free bonus gifts if you go to BaronSeries.com. All right. That, that's a good uh, way to get this book and get it started. And you have an audio version as well, don't you? Yes, audio version, Kindle version, you name it, uh, Portuguese, Russian, Polish, Korean, you know, you name it. You'll be able to find some version of the Baron that will suit your needs. Right. Wow, wow, wow. So you've been able to to, to grow this book and grow this process. In fact, uh, uh, Bob Johnson was on earlier, and here's what he says about it. A breakthrough approach in relating leadership principles that have long served those in commanding roles. And uh, that's uh, Bob Johnson. And I assume, how did you even meet and greet Bob to get him to be a quote on it? Well, a lot of it comes back to your network, and this is one of the big things that we point out in the book, uh, The Barron Son, and also through our teachings, is that 80% of your success will be the result of your ability to form mentoring relationships, joint venture relationships, and strategic partnerships. So uh, it's through you know personal relationships, cultivating those relationships, being able to add value, and also having a great message that resonated around ethics and personal responsibility and entrepreneurship. These are all things that Bob Johnson has been about, and a lot of people don't know, but he does a lot of great work with regard to philanthropy and entrepreneurship that uh, really is off the radar. Fantastic. We got the one and only William Patterson. Our guest today is a speaker, and I want to make sure you know how to reach him and get his products as well because he makes stuff happen. I heard him speak. He's fantastic, and he makes stuff happen. He's William Patterson, the CEO of the Barron Solution Group, and he's a, a top uh, award-winning lecturer and business speaker. He also has been featured in Forbes and Fortune and Black Enterprise and is also the executive producer of a new television show we're going to talk about shortly. But uh, we want to talk about business, growing business and wealth, and he, he helps companies do that. And so, uh, William, glad, glad to have you, and I'm grateful you could make time on your schedule to be here with us. And so I want to ask you about growing your business. A lot of times we've got new people, uh, new businesses. What are some of the recommendations and uh, strategies and, and, and advice you give to people with new businesses who are trying to grow those businesses? One of the 
first piece of advice that I always give is for people to understand that they are not alone and that they shouldn't attempt this alone, that you definitely want to make sure that you do have a team of mentors, coaches, and advisors because they're going to bring a lot of accelerators to the table that are going to save you a ton of money and a ton of time in the process of growing a successful business. That's going to be one of the big things is making sure you do have that team. The other is that you have a proven, scalable business model. When I talk about a scalable business model, I mean that you don't do what we call own a job, where you're doing all of the work yourself, and if you step away from the business, the income stops. You want to be able to put in place some standard operating procedures and to bring in other people who can run parts of the business. That way you can step away from the business and find that it's running more profitably. And then the other thing is to build in those strategic partnerships, to have a competent management team. These are all things that we work with companies on so that, again, they will be able to turn their entrepreneurship vehicle into a wealth-building vehicle and a retirement vehicle for them where they can either take that company public, they can pass it on as a legacy, or they can either franchise that dream. So there are a lot of different exit strategies available to people if they build their business the right way. Two things I want to make sure we talk about, because you talked about uh, having a business model. Well, why is it important, and how do you develop a business plan, one, and two, multiple streams of income? How do you create that within your business? So let's talk about business plan and then multiple streams of income. Well, the business plan is important because it's going to give you that roadmap, and you design business plans primarily for two purposes, either to raise capital for the business or it becomes an operating document for the business. So it really just depends on which reason you're creating that business plan, and we do have some business plan templates that are free on our website, barronseries.com, so if people want to understand the differences and how you develop, they can go to the website, barronseries.com, to figure that out. When it comes to putting in place the business model, what you want to do is to implement that business plan on a small scale. That way you can prove to yourself and investors that the business works. Now, one of the reasons that many entrepreneurs struggle to build successful businesses is because they're trying to do too much with what we would call linear uh, income, where they're trading their time for money, as opposed to creating a product or a service once that they can sell infinitely. And also, one of the fastest ways to double the revenues of a business is to expand the product and the service line. Because if you only have one or two products that you can sell, or even five products that you can sell, then there's only so much money that you can make based on each customer interaction. So I, for instance, just with one company, the Barron Solution Group, I've taken one book, which is the Barron Sun, and turned it into over 150 other products and services. So just by multiplying the amount of products and services that you have, you can, in many instances, double or triple your income. So that, that's how you grow more, more income streams, is that correct? Yes, definitely by developing more products. And the way that you figure out which products are going to be best for you to develop is, of course, asking the best person you can, which is your ideal target customer or the customers that you already have. And if you do surveys, if you do other types of market research, you can find out the problems that they have and the products that they need, what price you should charge, when you should try to sell them, what's the best way to market to them. They'll answer a lot of questions for you that make it really easy to create that sale and to also create that lifelong relationship, which is going to be most valuable for you. Well, how do people get started in, in this, this, this tough economic time to, to grow a business, to create a business, to grow a business, to, to make more money? Well, there are a couple of key tips that you want to do. As I mentioned, number one is do not reinvent the wheel. You want to build that team of coaches, mentors, and advisors. The next thing is expand your belief system. One of the big challenges that people have with regard to acquiring financing is they're not thinking big enough. 
So whatever dream you have, make it ten times bigger, and you're going to have a better chance of going after financing if you're building a multimillion-dollar business rather than one that's you know a five- or six-figure business. You're also going to attract more media attention and just a higher level of interest for more sophisticated investors. You also want to begin cultivating your network. As I mentioned, 80% of your success will be based on your ability to network, form joint venture relationships and mentoring relationships. So you also want to attend networking events throughout the year and other conferences. And you want to leverage the major wealth building uh, vehicles and, and those major business models for building wealth, which, again, are scalable business models. If you do have a business that's national, the potential to go national, that you are looking at building those scalable factors in or making it so that the business is duplicable. And then also expanding your knowledge and skills, leveraging the best tools, and most importantly, doing that critical action every day that will change the condition of the business. So if you want to build a multimillion-dollar business, that means going after multimillion-dollar deals and uh, million-dollar clients, or it means having a scalable business model where you can sell products, whether these are low-end products, multiple times, kind of like a Walmart model where you may take a dollar product and you can sell it a million times. So, again, make sure you're supported by the right business model and doing the most important thing every day that can change the condition of your business or your life. I like that one. Uh, I think that's in order to to get million dollar deals, you got to go after some the million dollar fish. I mean, <laughs> right, not, not not the five dollar and the fifty dollar fish. Look, you the minnows is not gonna help you get a whale. I'm telling you, you got to go after some whales. Now you got to be able to do. I like two parts of this. What you just said: one, learn how to catch the minnow. Okay, learn how to catch the minnow, but keep thinking whale. Okay, right. I'm thinking whale. But, or at least catch the school, Willie. Yeah, at least. You know, you got to learn how to fish first, but then right. don't don't stop fishing. Don't just get caught up there. Keep thinking, I'm looking for that whale, but I'm learning how to catch these little minnow, but I've got my eye on the whale, and I'm going after it. And that's what it takes because it's about thinking big. I love what you just said. Think whatever it is you want to do, think it ten times bigger. Whatever it is, think it bigger. Folks, most of our limitations are, are self-made limitations. And we say, well, that won't work. We don't. We 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 talk ourselves out of it. We don't even have to have anybody else talking about it. We talk ourselves out of it. And so we've got to think bigger. And and particularly in these tough times. Am I right, William? Absolutely. And I, I'll tell you real quick, Willie. Uh, when I look at the differences between my clients who are running, you know, multi-million-dollar businesses, and the clients who are, you know, have modest net worths or maybe struggling, uh, at least initially before they start, you know, our, our programs, uh, the big difference is that. Even when decisions don't require, let's say, money, they still procrastinate. They still say, that won't work for me, not now. They give all of these different excuses. And this also forced me to look at my businesses and say, okay, what am I doing differently and how do I approach my business relative to my mentors who may be running you know, multimillion-dollar and billion-dollar companies? So no matter where you are, this still applies to you. Think 10 times bigger. So a lot of people are listening to this saying, well, I'm pretty comfortable now. Well, think bigger because there are some huge opportunities, particularly in this type of market. Big opportunities. In fact, Warren Buffett said this is the greatest time he's ever seen for creating wealth. In fact, I was looking at uh, uh, whether MSNBC or CNBC recently, and there was a uh, an interview with Warren Buffett and Bill Gates together. 
and they both said, now is the time. Right now is the time to, to, to seize the moment and to go after your dreams. And even if you fail, don't be afraid of failure. That's that's part of the process. Be, be willing to take calculated risk, and sometimes the risk, you, you won't get it right then. But keep trying. Keep fighting. Be relentless. Be relentless. I'm saying to everybody, be relentless. Hear what I'm saying, folks? Be relentless. I, I was at an event the other day, and a gentleman came up to me and said, I read your books, and I, I know about you. I've seen you on TV. He said, my name is, uh, his first name, I can't remember, but his last name was Frazier. And he said, my uncle is Joe Frazier, and I'd like to get him on the show sometime. And I said, I talk about Joe Frazier all the time, because Joe Frazier was a relentless fighter. He didn't have all of the, the skills of a Muhammad Ali or, or the dancing around. He just flat out put his feet down and said, I'm going to get you. And he would come at you and keep fighting and keep hitting and keep going till he knocked you out. And you've got to be relentless about your dreams. I got William Patterson on. He is fantastic. He's doing big things. We're going to talk about wealth building at another level when we come back. So stay tuned for sure on the Willie Jolly Show. My guest is William Patterson. I can tell you all, folks, I say it every every week because we get such great guests that the good interviews always go so quickly. And this is no difference. Uh, before I go into any more questions, I want to give you a shot, uh, William, to talk about two things. One, where people can get your uh, get in touch with you, get in touch with your organization, and, and get your books. So give them all the website and contact information and all that. And then talk a little bit about your your uh, new TV show, okay? Willie, you know I always love giving away things for free. So just by going to the website, which is baronseries.com, and again, I'll spell that for people. It's B-A-R-O-N-S-E-R. IES.com, BarronSeries.com. You can get $497 in free gifts just by visiting the website. And you can also get over $3,600 in free gifts when you purchase our best-selling book, The Baron's Son. And you can reach us, uh, again, at the website, BarronSeries.com, or by calling toll-free 888-90-BARON. That's 888-90-B-A-R-O-N. Wow, I love that. Uh, that is fantastic. And, and you've got a new TV show, and, and, and it's obvious you got a passion for this. Tell us about it. Well, Willie, how it started, uh, we work with a lot of for-profit and also a lot of non-profit clients, and there was a young lady. Her name was Sasha Adi. She was diagnosed with a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome, and I'll talk a little bit about that. But one of the things we always tell people is that you can turn two things into a viable business. Number one is your passion. So if there's anything that you're passionate about that you've ever done successfully, you can turn that into a viable business. And for those people who say they're not passionate about anything, which I find hard to believe, they're in luck too because you can also turn your problems into a successful business. And I typically find that the people who aren't passionate about anything have a whole lot of problems with it. (laughs) That's the truth. (laughs) So, you know, again, they're in luck. Well, this young lady was diagnosed with a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome, and she ran into some difficulties with her doctor in terms of getting support and getting the other types of resources. So she wanted to create an organization, a nonprofit organization, where other women could get help to uh, deal with PCOS. Now, PCOS, or polycystic ovarian syndrome, is the most common metabolic disorder affecting women of reproductive age. And it is one of, if not the leading causes of infertility in women. And one thing that a lot of people don't know is that women with PCOS constitute the largest group of women at risk for cardiovascular diseases and also type 2 diabetes. 
And this condition, polycystic ovarian syndrome, also leads to a lot of other serious conditions, including endometrial cancer, infertility, diabetes, and heart disease, and so forth. So when Sasha came to me, you know, we helped her to grow this nonprofit organization from zero to uh, nearly 7,000 members in a little over a year. And we also helped her establish a radio show and a TV show. And I ended up on the board of this organization because this cause was so important to so many women and so many families. And the, the interesting thing is that more than 50% of the women who have PCOS are undiagnosed. At least 1 in 10 women have PCOS. And I didn't even know that I had aunts that had PCOS, Willie, until I started doing this show. That's why it is important for us to talk about health within our, our own communities and our own families. Well, this series that I'm doing is called PCOS Challenge, and it's a 13-week series produced by PCOS Challenge, Inc. and also the Barron Solution Group to help spread awareness and bring needed support to women with polycystic ovarian syndrome. And it follows 10 women as they have their lives transformed by a number of naturopathic and allopathic medical experts as well as three main coaches. So it's a really fantastic show about every person's journey to overcome that major obstacle in their life. Wow, wow, man. You know, when you when you sent that your information to me and I saw that, I said, wow, he's very passionate about it. I didn't know whether somebody in your family had it or uh, a sibling or, or whatever, but I see now that that's part of your philanthropic give back because you're on the board and that makes so much sense. And, uh, you know, I found something, folks, I found that successful people like a, a William Patterson, successful people, they are successful because they understand the importance of giving. And that the more they give, they just do it. They just give it. The most, the most giving people I know are always wealthy. I mean, you say, well, they got money to give. But you know what? They did, they had, that's part of them. That's part of what, it wasn't a chicken or the egg that I, uh, they became, uh, wealthy and then they, they, they thought of giving. It's the giving that got them to be wealthy. And then they keep on doing what they did. My friend Nito Cobain says, you should always give without remembering and remember and, and receive without forgetting. And so uh, I think it's important that you get that kind of mindset. That's why I'm impressed with what William is doing and why he has made a commitment to be a giver. Uh, William, you know, in, in the time we've got left, and I said the good interviews go fast, why don't you give people, if you had to just, you were in front of a class like you were that day in the, at the Christian Writers Conference, and you were just, you were just given one, one uh, idea, one tip, one recommendation. Give them some pearls that they can walk up. They got, imagine you're talking to a group of entrepreneurs, small business people who are struggling to get their business up and going, who are struggling to create wealth in their lives, and who are struggling to position themselves and their family for some wealth building. What are some of the tips you would just say, here? here's what you got to do. Let's go through them. Okay. Again, number one, you want to connect with the thing that you're most passionate about or you want to connect with that major problem in your life and use that as an opportunity to solve that problem or help other people realize that passion in their life. So let, let me just add one, in, uh, one thing about the TV show that connects with this message. One of the reasons why I was, I was so compelled to get involved with PCOSChallenge.com and, and the TV show was because Sasha Adi, the president, said something to me. She said, realize that what we're doing is bigger than us. And you always want to connect with that thing that is bigger than you and that passion to understand because that's what's going to drive you when you're tired and you don't feel like doing it. So that's the big thing. Connect with that passion or that problem that's bigger than you. The other thing is to understand that value is the greatest attracting force of money in the world. 
I'll say that again. Value is the greatest attracting force of money in the world. So you will be compensated based on the value and the benefit that you deliver to people. So if you want to increase your income, increase the amount of value and benefit that you provide to people. Same thing with your employer. If you happen to be working a job, don't ask for the raise and then say, I'll work harder once I get the raise. Deliver the value. So you add a million dollars to the bottom line, say, I'd like a small percentage of that as a bonus. That's how the value part works. Also, realize the bigger problems you solve, the greater your income. Again, the bigger problems you solve, the greater your income. The fourth thing, Willie, I'm sure you've heard of OPM, right? Other That's people's right. money. Uh-huh. Well, I teach a strategy called leveraging OPE, other people's everything. Their time, their money, their energy, their effort, their resources. That's the key. And again, intelligent leverage where you can manage the risk. But that's what you want to do to be able to connect with people, provide value, and leverage OPE. And then the last one is diversify your income internationally to avoid the impact of an economic downturn or recession. A lot of people, when they, I talk to them, they say, hey, I'm struggling. I can't sell a product in my area. I say, well, is there a person in Germany? Who hasn't heard of you? Is there a person in the U.K. that hasn't heard of you, in uh, South Korea that hasn't heard of you? Well, there's an opportunity for you to sell that product or that service usually. So, again, those are some five great tips. Number one, not all income is created equal, so you want to make sure that you're focused on the passive and residual income streams. Two, that value is the greatest attracting force of money in the world. Number three is that the bigger problems you solve, the greater your income. Number four is leverage OPE. And that's going to be the key to accelerating your wealth building. And then number five is diversify your income internationally or nationally to avoid the impact of a recession or an economic downturn. Wow, you have given tremendous information. William Patterson, thank you for being on the show, buddy. Oh, my pleasure. Anytime, Willie. I'll have you back sometime, and we're going we're gonna to have lunch sometime soon. I just want to keep this connection going, and I want to again tell people to go and get the book, The Baron's Son. This is William R. Patterson, wealth coach and national best-selling co-author of The Baron's Son. I hope you found the lessons and insights from this interview enlightening and profitable. I now invite you to complete the information request form in the workshops and coaching section of BaronSeries.com to learn how you can use Baron Wealth Coaching to rapidly achieve your business and financial goals. At BaronSeries.com, we've developed one of the most effective, integrated approaches to building wealth in the world. With expert guidance and over 200 accelerators, Baron Wealth Coaching can help you quadruple the speed at which you reach your business and financial goals over planning yourself and other methods and programs. For more information on Barron Wealth Coaching, visit barronseries.com forward slash coaching.htm or call 888-90-BARON. That's toll free, 888-90-BARON.